Hello everyone, this is Brother Chris Hewitt here again with you for another session of Missionary Mondays. And this is Brother Chris White. He is my friend and he is a missionary to the country of Japan. So you got you got two Chris's for the price of one today. Amen. Mm-hmm. Brother Chris, uh, welcome to the program. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing wonderful. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, and I, I I know we've already mentioned it prior to the interview, but I love your uh, missionary board back there praying for missions, and that's our desire with this these interviews is to uh, to put the life and the labors of missionaries out in front of people. Missionaries do not have the plague. Missionaries are not second-class Christians. Missionaries aren't going to a foreign field because they couldn't do anything else for God here in the States. I, in my opinion, missionaries are first-class Christians. Amen. And I love them, and I'm thankful for missionaries that pray for other missionaries, and and that's that 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 means that we're all on the same team. So today, brother Chris, we're just going to get right into it. I want the people to meet you. I I want to find out more about you. I know we've been in meetings together and we love one another, but excuse Amen. me, I want to find out more and more about your heart and what you're doing. So the first question today is, can you tell us about your call and your background, brother Chris? Just tell us a little about your testimony and your call. Okay. Um. Well, the Lord saved me at the age of 40, 40. Um, 49 years old now. Um, I grew up in a, a Southern Baptist church here in upstate South Carolina, right next to the North Carolina line, and uh, grew up on a farm, uh, just old country boy, never got in trouble with, you know, I, I kept my nose clean. I was, I was a good boy, I had manners, I lived with my grandparents and my mama, come from a broken home. Yes, lived with them on the farm and, uh, oh, I, you know, I got, uh, started running around with the wrong crowd a little bit and then it, a little bit turned into a lot. And, um, and, uh, you know, I, I drifted away, drifted away from everything that I was brought up. Yes, um, uh, my grandma, she was, she was a true blessing to me. And, um, and, you know, I could come in the house late. I, I, after my mom remarried, uh, I, I decided I want to stay with grandma. Mm-hmm. And I could, I'll never forget this. Um, my grandma would come in in the middle of the night and my grandma would be in there just to pray and calling her grandson's name out. Amen. And uh, I want to thank the Lord for, for people praying for me. Amen. And um, I got married in 2002. First question that my, my wife asked me when we started dating, she asked me if I was saved. And um, she grew up at Mountain View. Her yes. parents had been, they've been at Mountain View now for about 57 years. Wow. Um, they was there when it was just a little wooden church across the street. And um, first question, she, she was brought up right. She was saved at the age of five. I think it was five. And, um, you know, she was brought up right. And, um, first question she asked me, she says, are you saved? And I, uh, obviously I, I, you know, I, I wanted to, I wanted, I, I was interested in this, this, 
young lady. Yes, sir. And um, I said, sure. Yeah, I'm saved. I'm good. And um, one thing led to another and, and jump, jump ahead a lot, a lot. I grew up, so I started welding whenever I was just a little kid and I was, I was, I got laid off. I'd gotten to where I was um, programming robots, uh, welding robots. Wow. And, and then I was, uh, I was a, uh, over a whole facilities, uh, maintenance facilities at this big distribution company and, um, things were going good. And, um, I got laid off and I felt like, and this is before I got saved and I felt like that I was done wrong and, uh, had a lot of, a lot of anger built up in me at that time. It really did brother. And, um, it's hard. It's hard to think now. I look back and I say, man, I can't believe I used to even think like that. Yes, sir. I, I, Cause you know, the old man's dead and, and, and I'm no, I'm nothing uh, from what I used to be. And it's, it's, it's almost like I, I can't even, I can't believe that I would have ever had that in my heart, yes, sir. but I was ate up with a lot of hatred, had a lot of bitterness in me. And um, I'm, I've skipped ahead a lot. And uh, it was May the 22nd, 2011 that uh, I was sitting there at Mountain View. I would go visit. I mean, I would go Sunday mornings with my wife and um, she would continue to take the kids on to, uh, my daughter's 16 now, my son's 11, but she'd take the kids on to, to church Sunday evenings. And uh, I wouldn't ever go with her on Sunday evenings. Um, felt like I was doing my part just by going on Sunday mornings. And um, the Lord was really, had been working on me about that. And May the 22nd of 2011, I was there. And uh, my pastor was preaching right to me and uh, Pastor Steve Griffith, love him dearly. And uh, he was preaching right to me with a crowd of people, 300 people in that place. And the Lord told me, he says, if you don't, you know, if you don't go down, if you don't get saved, I'm done. I don't know what else I've got to do to show you how much I love you. And, uh, the Lord, he saved me then. And, uh, it wasn't long after that, the Lord put missions directly in my heart. Um, uh, it's before I even was called to preach. The Lord put missions in my heart and then it wasn't, but just, uh, shortly after he saved me, he called me to preach Amen. and, uh, and right when he called me to preach, I knew that the Lord had something, in store for me with missions. Yes, sir. And that's, uh, that's where we are today. Obviously it was, it, <laughs> he had to slap me upside my head quite a bit to, to get me to, um, see that he wanted me in Japan and he didn't want me where I wanted me. Yes, sir. Uh, cause Japan wasn't, was nowhere near where if Chris could have had his, his choice of things, I, you know, I wouldn't have went to Japan. Yes, that's not where Chris was going to wanted to go country boy from, upstate south carolina uh, but uh i ran quite a bit and i went to went out west wyoming and montana thought i was going to go out there and start a church but the lord had he 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 showed me right, right quick that, that that wasn't where he had called me he let me go out there just to see that i this had nothing to do with me yes sir and uh we surrendered i surrendered to go to my wife has already surrendered. Um, I think the Lord had dealt with her about Japan and we never even spoke to each other about it. You know, she told me one time sitting in our standing, this was right before I surrendered. She told me, she says, honey, you know what the Lord's telling you to do. 
And I want to thank the Lord for a praying wife. Amen. A wife that's got a relationship with the Lord <clears throat> that um, stood up to me and said, you know what the Lord's telling you to do? And she was telling me pretty much that the Lord had done told her we was going to Japan. About that. Uh, and I had been running from it, brother. Yes, and uh, when I told the Lord right then and there, I said, Lord, I says, I'll go. Uh, I've been sleeping good ever since. Amen. I, nice rest every night. And uh, and here we are after two trips to Japan. We we know exactly where we're going and That's what we're going to be doing. That's wonderful. I want to say, brother, uh, brother Chris is with World Baptist uh, World Harvest Baptist Missions, and his pastor is brother Steve Griffith at the Mountain View Baptist Church. Is it Calpians? I always get it. It is. It's Calpians, and it is. Uh, great heritage at that church, and uh, I, I, a great pastor. And I'm thankful for your wife too. I'm thankful for your family, and uh, brother Chris has got a good family, and you know you can tell a lot about a a, a man by the way his family treats him and the way his family looks at him and how they act around him. And I'm going to tell you, that's a family that loves one another and they love their daddy. They lo uh, his wife uh, loves her husband. And I'm thankful for that. And I, I, I note on that, and I, I love what you said right there, Brother Chris was trying to go to do missions somewhere that God didn't want him to do. Now, we all have the Great Commission, but there is a difference between a burden and a call. If I went right. off of burdens, brother, I'd be I'd be a missionary to Beckway. I'd be a missionary to Papua New Guinea. I'd be a right. missionary out west. <laughs> I mean, I would be a missionary uh, everywhere because, I, and I, I guess in some aspects, that's what I do get to do as an evangelist. But uh, I, I believe that God gives missionaries a specific call to a specific people. And that is so yeah. important what he just said because I think a lot of times people will want to go to a place, not that out west is easy by any means, but I'm just saying right. in general, people may want to go to one place instead of the other because they, in their mind, they think it's easier or they it won't be as right. hard. Or, like he said, he's a country boy uh, from, uh, from upstate uh, South Carolina. We're not going to hold that against him. But... <laughs> He's he. I mean, their country up there, and he's going to Japan. I mean, it's it's a different world. And but God, just because uh, you want to go and do something somewhere, that doesn't always mean it's God's will. And I would rather be in a cardboard box in God's will than I would be in a mansion out of God's will. And 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 missions is God's will, but God, he he has a specific will for your life. And that's what, man, I appreciate you saying that, Brother Chris. That's so important. Uh, the next thing, so that's that's about Brother Chris, his call, his background. The next thing I want to ask is, uh, can you tell us about the people God has called you to, uh, the culture, the history? Most most Americans, all they know is about the, the bombs that were dropped on Japan. And uh, I have been there, and I'll say this. Uh, they are some of the nicest people that I've ever met in my life. They may be afraid because we're Americans, but uh, I, I know that there's some of the nicest people I've ever met, and I, I, Brother Chris, you go ahead, you take it over. Uh, what, what are these people about? What are they like? What's the culture? Go ahead. Uh, these, well, going back to the War of the Bombs, uh, this last time I was over there, me and Brother Dean McNeese, we was talking to the pastor of the church that we're going to be a part of. And he was just telling us uh, something I didn't even realize, you know, they don't, 
for the, for the most part, most of the people doesn't even think about the bombs anymore. Mm. Um, they are, they, they love Americans. Yes, sir. Uh, they're scared of Americans. They, they are. And, um, we've had, we've had multiple stories. People tell us, um, uh, but they, yeah, the, from, we're so violent in America, their TV and stuff like that. And that's what they told us. I told them, says, says, says Americans is, is so violent. Um, from their, you know, from watching our TV and Can't stuff like that. What they think right now? Well, right now they're, yeah, it's. Um, I can only, I can only imagine. I've thought about that a lot too, brother. Here lately, I've, I've just sit back and I've just thought, I'm, are these people? What are they thinking right now? But, but as far as the people, the people are the most kind people that I've ever met in my life. Um. They are a point A to point B type of people. When they walk down the street, they're not going to be uh, me. I'm I'm a I'm a people person. I'm saying how you doing, shaking you know, nodding my head, this that and another. Uh, they're a point A to point B. They keep their heads down. They go. They do what they have to do. They don't get in nobody's business. The people are super kind. And it's one of the most least um, crime-ridden countries in the world. That's right. Uh, the cops cannot carry a gun. They are n- no guns in Japan. Uh, we are their military. That's right. uh, they they are solely dependent on us, but uh, to protect them, and for that they they love us. They welcome us, and um, uh, so th- they're they're super kind people. On the flip side they're really dark really dark there's a lot of hidden sin that goes on behind closed doors in these people's homes um you can see it on the markings on the women's arms um you can see uh, how the men treat the women it's uh it's pretty bad it's a very sensual country um it's it's not for the faint of heart when it comes to stuff like that it's it's very they're 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 very engulfed in some pretty wicked sin yes, um they don't commit crimes they're uh one uh, the pastor's wife told me this last time she left her pocketbook on uh, a train station or something or sidewalk uh, the bench on the sidewalk or something and said three hours later they went back to get it and it was still sitting there mm-hmm. Uh, in a populated place. It wouldn't last 30 seconds in America. <laughs> it wouldn't last 30 seconds. You're exactly right, preacher. The people are, though, they're very, very kind, but they're steeped in their in their religion. They're, uh, it's, it's unlike anything that I've ever seen. It's um, it's sad. Uh, their, their alcohol is, is it's just, I could go on and on with, you know, the, the things they worship, the things they do, but, but it's, uh, divorce is becoming a real big factor with the older crowd, older generation. Cause these men has had, uh, uh, girlfriends on the side and they work seven days a week. And whenever they get old enough and they retire, um, they're home more and the wives don't want them to be home. Mm-hmm. So they pretty much wind up getting a divorce or the wife will tell the, the man to, to get on out and go do whatever you want to do. It's, um, 
it all boils down to this uh it's, it's a people that don't know jesus that's right it's 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 a people that don't know jesus and uh it breaks my heart it breaks my heart to see such a kind a, a kind people and peaceful people that are so lost yes sir uh and and so steeped in their terrible sin it's it's really dark yes sir what is their main religion buddhism and, and shinto yes sir that's what, that's what shinto's originated in japan mm -hmm. and there's they worship thousands of gods in shinto uh you typically at the at the beginning of, of a driveway in a neighborhood or walking down the street somewhere on the outside of their house typical to the beginning of their driveway there'll be a statue of whatever god they um they worship and that would be a shinto yes sir. and then you have your 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 buddhism which has been there for for many years uh, many years and buddhism is really buddhism and shinto goes hand in hand yes sir they a almost of, support a lot of ancestry worship in that oh it's it's i got a story if, if you want to tell i want you to this is um now i'm, I'm not trying to make light of this uh, but it'll almost, almost make you snicker a little bit. And it did me whenever it was told to me, but it's, it's a very serious thing. And I don't mean it disrespectfully, but we were there and, um, the, the, the pastor of the church that I'm going to be a part of, yes, uh, they, uh, he took over his father-in-law's church. His father-in-law was, uh, pastor rich. He'd been there. He was a pastor there for 40 something years. Wow. He passed away about four years ago, I'm going to say. And, um, the pastor now he's in his thirties. Yes, uh, he married the elderly pastor the, that went on to glory, his daughter. Okay. So he took over the church, uh, and, and, and there's such a great work going on there. People getting saved. It's, um, they got a really good thing, a good ministry going on through that church right now for the, the, for Saco city. But, um, he was telling me, so they put me up in the house, the, the, the pastor, the elderly pastor and, and, and his mother-in-law, his mother-in-law lives with them now across town. So they let me stay in, in their, the, the mother-in-law and the father-in-law's house, big house. And that's not typical for Japan, yes, sir. big house, uh, sliding glass door, look out, walk out and, and see the, see the mountain range. Cause it is in the mountains, way up in the mountains. And, um, he was telling me that the neighbor next door um, told them one time, the man told him, said, said, my wife, and this is sad because he knows better. Yes. He's, he, he flat out tells us he knows better right here. He says, my wife every morning puts some fruit and puts some, uh, some, uh, some juice at the, their prayer table closet to feed her ancestors and he says for i forget how many years they've been married he says for let's just say 20 years every morning when she goes to the other room i drink the juice and i eat the fruit my goodness and she thinks she really thinks that uh that that you know the it's really sad comes and does it. it's really sad my goodness that is yeah. my goodness. Uh, that broke my heart. Yes, sir. And that's the and he's adding to her blindness. I mean, that's he all sure he's is. doing. And and probably. But they're so steeped in in that religion, and 
I'll tell you another story. The, uh, the landlord that owns the house I stayed in, he owns the church building. He owns the, the house that the pastor state lives in yes, now. Sir. Big house. This guy loves, he, he loved pastor rich. Yes, sir. He's lost. He's uh, 80 years old. He loves everything about the church and that family. He loves it. He has told people how to get saved. How about that? And he'll tell you, I'm too old to get saved. Mm -hmm. He said, my family wouldn't have nobody to look up to if I was to give my life to Christ. My goodness. Because my, what would my grandchildren do? They'd probably get saved. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, at that that's heartbreaking and this is the this is the real stuff i want people to realize that we're not talking about the appalachian mountains where everybody's heard of jesus but for the most part we're talking about a place where i mean basically that sounds like a story about santa claus like something something parents would do for their kids for santa claus yeah. you know and uh, lying to them and, and that man's lying to his wife by 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 taking part in that um brother chris i got two sub questions here before we move on where is the region you're going to? Um, and you mentioned the mountains, but I want you to tell the people the city, the region, and also uh, what it, what capacity are you going to be serving? Like, what's your goals there? Okay, yeah, um, we're going to be. Uh, this is my second trip to Japan. Okay. The first trip we took uh, three years ago, we just knew it was called to Japan. Yes, we sir. had no no idea where, and. Um, the Lord really nailed it down this time when we went over. Um, and we'll be in Saku city, Nagano, Nagano, Japan is, uh, one of the larger, uh, prefectures in the whole country. It is, um, about 99%, nothing but mountains. How about that? Back in 97 or 96, I think it was, was the Nagano games, the okay. winter Olympics. Yes, sir. It's, uh, it's nestled right up around the Alps. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely, it's one of the most gorgeous places in the world. Um, we will be at Faith Baptist Church, Saku City, Nagano. Um, like I say, the pastor, I told you about the pastor had already started that uh, years ago. And we'll be serving there until we learn the language. Yes, sir. Till we, till we, till we can get to where we can uh, conversate and I can learn the culture and I can serve under that pastor and serve in that church, however he wants me to. Yes, sir. Uh, we are like-minded or, or we wouldn't be going to that church. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so we will be serving with him. And after that, uh, the Lord has, uh, he's really put it on my heart to go start a church. And, um, uh, I feel at this time that, uh, and, and, and things can change with that. Yes, sir regarding how many churches I feel like the Lord wants me to start a church, plant a church there. And, um, as he brings, as people comes in, you know, uh, calls them to preach, send people out of that church yes, sir. to start other churches. That's, right. That's my vision. Um, obviously the Lord, you know, if that's, if that's what, that's what he's put on my heart. Yes, that's sir. what's on my heart right now. Exactly where I don't know, but I know it's in the Nagano prefecture. Uh, I that went would be like a state or a province, the prefecture. That's yes. what they call yeah. their states or provinces. So if you're like, yeah. 
if you're in the British countries, that's a province. If you're in America, that's a state. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and where we went, whenever I was over there, he took me to some cities, uh, South, South of, of Saku city that had no Baptist churches. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got a, I got a, I even wrote them down. He took me North of Saku city churches. I mean, cities with no churches, just, 56,000 people in Chinu, 49,000 people in another place, Okaya, 49,000 people, uh, another 14,000 people, little cities that you just drive through and right through, nestle right in the middle of the mountains. And then you go north of, of Saku and uh, uh, Komono City is 42,000. There's one with 377,000 people, another one with 156,000 people. And another one with 59,000 people that I went to, and there's not one Baptist church. My goodness. 377,000 people in Nagano City. And and the Lord really impressed on my heart whenever we went there that day. I felt something that I didn't feel in the other places he took me. Yes, sir. Um, there's a lot of tourists in Nagano City because that's where everybody comes to go skiing yes, sir. and what have you. Um you know, that could be an open door for people that comes from closed countries. Yes, sir. Uh, to get the gospel. That wants to go to church or just put a track in their hand. Yes, sir. And you never know what that might take back to their country they're from. That's right. The Lord has called us to the people of Japan. Um, but Japan, you know, whoever comes to Japan, I'd love for them yes, to get sir. the gospel. <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, that's good, brother. Uh, the last thing. Uh, that I want to ask you, what it, what is your biggest obstacle or need to reaching these people in, in Japan? Uh, I would say we need a lot of prayer to learn the language. Yes, sir. Uh, it's, you can, you'll hear people from China say China is the hardest language in the world to learn. You'll hear people from, from, well, they say English is the, one of the hardest languages in the world. I believe that because I'm 49 and I still don't have a hold on it. <laughs> but um, I know Japan is in the top five. It's got to be. They have three different alphabets. Wow. Yeah. Katakana, Hiragana, and um, and Kanji. Kanji has over 3,000 uh, 3, symbols. Symbols. There you go. And it's it's it might be might be more than three thousand. I'm not I might have that wrong, but it's way up there. Um, so I would say that I you know I need a lot of prayer with the language. Yes, sir. My children are already picking it up. Amen. We've been told by several several people that's been there that's there now. Don't try to learn the language through Rosetta Stone or anything like that. You need to learn it when you get there. Submerge yourself in it. Absolutely. Yes, so what we're doing is we're trying to get a a little hold on, on the alphabet. Yes, sir. The most simple alph alphabet as of right now. So that, be honest with you, that is, that's very, it's going to be challenging. I mean, I'm 49 years old and, you know, the older you get, the, uh, the harder it gets to learn yes, something special of that caliber, just to be quite yes, honest. Sir. I would say that's going to be the big, biggest challenge as far as that. And, and then the people is just, um, 
they don't have confidence. I told you, you know, they love the Americans, but they don't have confidence in the Americans. For one, uh, General MacArthur called for how many? 5,000 maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody can't went. Just a little handful of missionaries went, and they lost a lot of confidence. Yes, sir. And uh, us Americans, as far as uh, who's this Jesus that y'all preach? And why ain't he more important? Why, why, you know, if, 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 if y'all, y'all profess to, you know, the things y'all do, why, why are you not coming to us and staying with us? That's right. So, um, they've lost a lot of confidence and through the years, I think the door was open years ago. Yes, sir. I do. I think the door is, is shut right now to the people. I do believe that the door is going to be opened up again. It takes faithfulness. And I think people need to surrender. I know the Lord's calling them. Yes, sir. Um, Lord hadn't forgot about Japan. That's right. And uh, I just think that they need to see some kind of consistency. Uh, and they need to see they need to see that we, we live what we preach. Yes, sir. When I go over there, I'm going to be an American, and I'm always going to be an American. But when I go over there, I need to show them that I'm over there for them or for the Lord. The Lord has sent me over there to them. Yes, sir. And then and, and that's 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 gonna be a that's gonna be a challenge. It's gonna be a challenge to gain their confidence because if you can gain their confidence, they're gonna want to know what you have to give them. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And they're that's gonna true put anywhere. Trust, they'll put their trust in you way more. If they've got your confidence. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and he mentioned the language. J- Japanese is so different than the English language. It, it, I think it's like number two or three. That that Asian the Asian language is one of the, the those Asian languages. They're they're some of the hardest for somebody who's only spoke English to learn. And we need to pray about that. And that that goes to show God's called this man and his family there. And I just poke at this bear for a second if speaking in tongues was still intact he wouldn't have to go take language classes he would go speak in english and they'd hear him in japanese amen and amen uh now i will say this brother brother chris every time i've been to japan there is a lot of english there is it is everywhere i've been and and i've seen i mean a lot of the signs um, a lot of the people I've met, they speak right. very good English. The right. younger people, my generation and probably younger. Is that true uh, once, once you get up into the mountain provinces? Is that the same? Uh, you start losing that. Okay. I figured that was the case. but I, I Yeah, you, you start. It gets real. And even where we're going to be in Saku City, which is for you know our first term, I would say. Yes, sir. Um, there's a hundred thousand people in that city and just one church. And that's the church we'll be a part of. Um, there's no tourism in that city. Yes, sir. It's pretty much what you see is, I mean, it's, it's, it's traditional, Yes, sir. but you can go up into these mountains and be driving down this road through the mountains and come across a little, uh, community of maybe 500 people. Um, and no, these people, these people probably haven't, hasn't even seen, uh, American faces much. That's right. And they have no need to learn the language when they're that far away from the tourism. So that, that makes a lot of sense. I figured that was the case. Uh, 
but I just I wanted to ask. Uh, and then I, I want to say this, and so you know we we need to pray for for their own about the language. We need to pray for faithfulness. And I, I was having a discussion with some missionaries just this week. Uh, faithfulness is what it takes. Uh, no matter if you're going out into the Midwest and they have those negative twenty degree winters and six month long winters. They need to. You're really not going to reach those people until they see you go through those winters a couple of times. Uh, yes. Down in the islands, my friend, brother David Ballinger, he's been down there for almost ten years, brother Chris, and and just four years ago, seeing their first convert, and and just. But it takes faithfulness, and right now they don't have any men that are. are they've had some men make professions, but they've not had any men just stick. But the women are starting to be one, and the children are starting to be one. And that's just, you have to be faithful. So I want us yeah. to band together and pray for the White family. He has got a precious family. And listen, I want to say this. Brother brother Chris, where are y'all at on uh, support? We're right at 46%. 46%. Listen, I'm going to have Brother Chris's uh, contact info in the description of this video, whether you're watching it on Facebook uh, or whether you're watching it on YouTube, check the get get his information and please have them in and contact him. This coronavirus thing. If you're watching this later, we're in the the I, I'm hoping the end of this shutdown. Amen. Uh, it, this is June of 2020, but uh, please contact Brother Chris. Uh, have him in. I highly recommend him. Uh, he's working with World Harvest Baptist Missions. Brother Dean McNeese is over that. And many of you know Brother Dean, and many of you know his pastor, Brother Steve Griffith, at Mountain View Baptist Church. And have them in, and and they will be a blessing. I'll say this. I was at a Cracker Barrel, and I don't even remember where it was at, but we, we were at a Cracker Barrel, me and my family, and um, we went to go pay. And we had seen Brother Chris and them, and uh, they had bought our meal, and, and it just hit me. Here I am. I, I should be the one getting to buy his meal because I'm the evangelist. I get to stay in the states. I'm not on. I'm, on, I'm not on deputation. Though sometimes it feels like perpetual deputation for us uh, because we're always on the road. But I, 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 it really just hit me that what a blessing this family is, and uh, I, I, he's always looking how he can help others. And uh, let's help him, 46%. And I'd love to see that jump up to 100% by next spring and he'll be able to get there. And they need the gospel. He mentioned all these cities of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that add up to millions and millions and millions of people that have no gospel witness. And mm -hmm. I want us to get him to the field. So if you're interested in that, ha y'all have Brother Chris in. I'm sure you got, you got some dates open, Brother Chris. I'm hoping you got some. I'm I'm completely open. Okay, completely open. So let's let's get him in and uh, share this video. Listen, I, this channel, the, the the Who Will Go Project in our ministry, this I don't benefit from this. I, I and I'm speaking from my heart here. I I don't benefit from this. This is not. I'm not getting any money for this. I'm not. This is not uh, me bo boasting upon myself or anything like that. This Who Will Go Project is simply to get missionaries to the field and keep missionaries on the field. And that is why I don't I don't apologize a bit. Go subscribe to the Who Will Go channel. Go follow us on Facebook at the Who Will Go page. Uh, these come out every Monday, uh, whether it's on the podcast or whether it's on the Who Will Go channel or page or the YouTube channel. But we, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that. We've got a podcast just for these in the works. 
And th this goes out every Monday, promoting missionaries and promoting missions. We've asked for money for so long, and we need money. I, my family lives off of support. Brother Chris's family lives off support. We need finances. We need money for missions. But I'm afraid America has washed her hands uh, because she thinks, well, I've sent the money. That's all I need to send. But what God, God in the Great Commission, God didn't call for money. He called for men. And we need money to fulfill the Great Commission. But what we need more than money in our day is men. And the question, as always, is who will go? And my friend here, Brother Chris White, he's willing to go. His family's willing to go. Will you help them get there? And uh, today, again, share this. Get the word out. Like it. Comment. All that gets it up in the feed. And the devil doesn't want this out. The uh, He doesn't want those people in Japan to get saved. Mark Zuckerberg, he didn't, he ain't going to make it a, a priority to put this out in the feed. All right? So uh, share it. Like it. All those things. Subscribe. And we appreciate you. Brother brother Chris, do you have anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, I want. Can I share one little story? Yeah, share it. <laughs> Because this right here is a this right here is just a, a blessing, and the power of the Lord. Um, me and Brother Dean went to Mount Fuji. Yes, sir. The pastor took us to Mount Fuji. We're going to be about two hours from Mount Fuji. And Mount Fuji, uh, I hear they got good water. Or is that Fiji? That's, that's Fiji. That's just, I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're there in the the visitor center unbelievable it's just it's just it's just he's huge and it's beautiful the visitor center is just i can't even describe it and there was this uh man that worked in there and he 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 could talk a little bit of english uh because him be working in the tourist center visitor center and he 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 kept on at me and brother dean and he says y'all watch this video watch this video and it was a five minute video of Mount Fuji yes, sir. through the history. And um, after the video, and you could turn the video, you could kept he keep pointing at that screen and he'd say, Buddha, Buddha, Buddha. And uh, after it was over with, he looks at me and Brother Dean and he says, and you may have heard Brother Dean say this. I don't know, but I know he said he shared it a bunch. He says, Mount Fuji many 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 years ago was this little small and he held his hands like yes this little small mountain he <laughs> he said but 2000 years ago there was a huge earthquake that rocked the whole country of japan <laughs> shook the whole country of japan and it formed how about that what you what you have today he didn't even realize what truth happened what happened 2,000 years ago? The power of the Lord, and that's just amazing to me. And they were giving Buddha the credit, weren't they? Yes. Yep. I tell you this, and, and I know we, we got to go, but I, I want to share a story, if that's all right, Brother Chris, with you. Sure. When I went to uh, China last year, it was just two weeks before the um, the riots started taking place in Hong Kong. It, 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 I don't think it's any accident that a virus broke out and those riots just went away, and now... Hong Kong's been absorbed into China, but yeah. um, I, and it breaks my heart. But, but but when we were there, we went to the Ting Tang Buddha. All right, it's it's I, if I'm not mistaken, it's the largest Buddha in the world. I, it was hard to understand everything that was being said, but I believe it's the the largest Buddha in the world. And um, 
I, as we went across the cable car, you get you get in a cable car and go up the mountains out of Hong Kong City, out into the mountain range, and you can't see it directly from the city. You have to go through the mountains a little ways. We and there's yeah. connectors and everything, and we got up there and, and finally the mountain. We peaked the mountain, and you could see that Buddha. Mm. And I mean, brother Chris, it is huge. I don't know if you saw my video on it or, or the pictures on it, but it is it is just huge, just this huge. And it, and it, and as far as worldly speaking, it's a very beautiful structure. It is gorgeous out there. Right. And as as we eclipse that mountain, and we're up there in all that beauty, I thought they come up here and built their mount their god in these mountains, but my god came up here and built these mountains. <laughs> so. Hey, and, and I, man, that, that thrills me. They have to go up there to worship their God. They had to go up there and build their God. But our God went up there and built every bit of that. And the same so God good. that built every bit of that, he's more concerned with with people being saved Amen. than any, anything else. And that's his heart. And that's what our be our heart today. So um, thank you, Brother Chris. I mean it. Thank you for thank the time. You, and uh, I'm praying for the deputation to cont continue to do well and for God to send in that support. Again, his, his, his info will be in the description. Share this. Get the word out. We love each and every one of you. And uh, until next time, uh, this is Missionary Monday. Who will go? God bless you. Amen. Don't you hear my Savior calling? I said, who will go? And work today Yes, fields are ripe And harvest waiting Who will bear 